And if you are listening to our podcast, Power to Choose, this is episode 29. Yay! So today's message, hey Shannon, today's message is called Pressure Has a Purpose. And the parable and the analogy that I want to use this morning comes out of the book of Isaiah. It's actually Isaiah 64 and 8. That's the reason I was a couple minutes late. I had my text in my phone when I came downstairs. I'm like, where did it go? So I had to find it again. And this is what it says in the NIV translation in my pink Bible. Because paper is reliable when uh, you're digital, lets you down. So Isaiah 64, 8, it says this. Yet, O Lord, you are the father, we are the clay. You are the potter, and we are all the work of your hand. Let me say that again. Yet, O Lord, you are the father, you are our father. Let me say that correctly. You are our father, we are the clay, you are the potter, and we are all the work of your hand. So I'm going to show y'all something. Do y'all remember this? I don't know. If you've been with me for a minute, you've, you've seen this. So about a year ago, I was actually in a leadership program with a group of men and women who were leaders in the church. That has nothing to do with here nor there. But one of the activities they did once was they allowed us to go to one of these places to make pottery, right? Okay. <laughs> do, do you see this? Only, only God could have an appreciation for this cup. I wouldn't drink out of it because who knows what in the world's going on because I'm not good at following instructions. But that's not the point of today. The point of today is looking at this text. Now, the book of Isaiah is written actually by uh, one of the major prophets of the Old Testament, who was Isaiah. And as I was studying, from my understanding, not deep, deep understanding, is that the book of Isaiah, even though he was a major prophet, it gave uh, it gave a lot of prophecies of what was going to happen in the New Testament when Jesus came, or his before he came, when he came, all of that. But then there were other people that may have been contributors to the book of Isaiah. So when I take this little snippet out, and I was thinking about this, and let's look at it from a perspective of a parable, the reason I think God took me here is because sometimes when we are praying to God for clarity, there's some pressure that is applied. And we need to know who's in control of molding the clay. And so let's use us as the clay. Let's use God as the potter. And that's what the text is saying. And so you might be saying, well, why did she bring out this actual piece of pottery? Because when I went through this process, this experience of making this cup, it clearly showed me so much about so many things about how God does things. If we look at it in context of clay on a wheel and God being the master potter. So let me tell you a couple of things that I learned through this process of making this cup, which I think was supposed to be a bowl. No, it was supposed to be a cup, but it, it almost went on the area of being a bowl because Latasha couldn't really understand because in that moment there was a lot. Let me tell you the analogy that God is even dropping in my head right now. There was a lot of stuff going on in the room and only the people who stayed in tune to what the instructor was saying had most had a little bit of success, right? Good morning, Adeline. So for me, I didn't have a lot of success. And I think that this cup is an analogy of my life, actually. <clears throat> and God is showing me some new stuff. 
about the purpose of pressure. So when the person who is the master potter inside of the room, the instructor, actually takes the raw piece of clay, the first thing they do is they like slap it on this wheel. I mean, they don't they don't handle clay gingerly. They take the clay, they slap it on the wheel. And then they've got these tools and they've got one major uh, resource that is critically important for the success of the outcome of the piece that they're creating. And the major source of the resource that is critically important is water. And so God, as he's, he's sharing with me this analogy this morning, and he's talking about the water that they constantly pour on the clay in order to reshape it into whatever the potter or the person that's creating the piece is using is they keep that water source very close to them, almost as if they've got a sponge always in their one hand, dipping and putting water in different places. And the thing that was amazing is as they threw the clay on there, they would make sure that it was grounded tightly to the, to the wheel and then it would begin to spin. And one of the things he talked about in the beginning is, is the importance of how they had to apply pressure. And just the slightest change of that pressure could have such a big impact on this piece of art. So in the beginning, I got the, mo I got the message. You'll notice at the bottom, because this is where it starts, I was paying attention. And then as it started to go up and I started to get comfortable, the piece got out of control because I stopped paying as close of attention to the impact of the pressure that I was putting on the piece. So it started to go all over the place. Like it started to get bigger and wider. And so why am I sharing this with you today? Because when I think about some of us who are going through some pressure situations right now, or we find ourselves in situations where we're resisting the potter's pressure and we're not taking in the nutrients of the water. And to me, the water is represented by the word of God. Like we need to have water that we're constantly allowing to flow on us. Because even though there's pressures of this world, we can't give into that pressure. The only things we should be reacting to is a combination of the word of God and that water that he's pouring on us every as much as we will drink it, which is the word of God is available to us all the time at any moment. And the pressure that we know that's being guided by the Holy Spirit instead of the internal battles and the external pressure that we perceive is happening from the word world. Now, why am I talking about this this morning? I'm talking about this this morning is because I feel like sometimes I get derailed and I get out of shape, bent out of shape. When I forget what's really going on, who's really in control. And it's not the big things because it's not like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Scott, what, what's the purpose of you? I don't do that. I think it's the little things. There's a scripture and there's a parable that talks about it's the little foxes that kill the vine. The little foxes, the little daily pressures. When we forget what's the source that we're connected to or who's ultimately in control, who's allowing the pressures to happen.
and we get sidetracked. We start looking at other things and, and looking at other situations and relying on the wrong things. And so I'm sharing this today because over the weekend, when I don't go live, we've got Saturday and Sunday, I would love for you to take some time to put pause or pump the brakes on the craziness that you might be perceiving that's happening in your life and do a reset and say, okay, God, if you are the ultimate potter and I am the clay, let me drink of the word of God and meditate on the word of God over the next couple of days to see how you're really speaking to my heart. Or have you been speaking all along and I'm forgetting the fact that I am the work of your hands? One of the things that happened when I was also in this experience with the potters was, and when things got a little out of control too much, if it was in the beginning stages, they'd actually do a do-over. They'd be like, ah, this is going in the wrong direction. Let me give you a new piece of clay or let me let me uh, start again for you. Let me put it in place for you. And what that also helped me to understand is even though we understand that God is the master potter, that sometimes he'll use people and circumstances to help us reroute, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a spiritual leader, whether it's another resource to just help get us back on track. Because I'm confident if I didn't have those people in the room, even though I'm not 100% pleased with this process or this product, it's a representation that it wouldn't have even became a cup if I didn't have some resources in the room that were experts. And so allow uh, this weekend, allow God to minister to your heart. Allow him to let others pour into your life so that you could be the best version of what God created you to be. And you then can begin to appreciate the pressure instead of trying to do everything you can to release the pressure. Because pressure has a purpose. Pressure has a purpose. Pressure really does have a purpose. And so as you look at the pressures in your life, maybe you want to sit back and say, God, is this pressure here because there's something that you want to mold in me? There was other pieces that they used. There were like little knives that they'd use to like carve out things. Is this pressure to carve some stuff out of me? What What's the purpose of it? Help me, God. Help me to understand the purpose of it. Because we serve a God that wants to do so much with us. And even though we will blame some stuff on the enemy, understand that God sometimes has enough confidence in our trust in him that he allows things to happen. Let's not look too far other than the book of Job, where the enemy was like, can I, can I have, like Jesus offered Job up. And if you only read the beginning part of the book of Job, you'd be like, oh, that is jacked up. Like he lost everything. But if you stick with it, you stick with the story, you know that at the end, God is glorified. Job is refreshed and renewed and restored exceedingly and abundantly more. 
But there was some pressure that Job had to go through. Don't break under the pressure. Matter of fact, sometimes we need to figure out ways to celebrate and say, oh, this pressure is coming on. I know that God is up to something good and he trusts me with this assignment. And he will never leave me or forsake me. So God, I'm just going to stand on the truth and I'm going to keep drinking the word of God because I know that you are doing some things. You're working some stuff out. So bring on the pressure because I know I'm not in this situation alone. He reminds us of that. He will never leave us or forsake us. So please be encouraged by the pressures in your life. Know that, and this is not a scripture, by the way. This is just stuff that people say. He won't put anything more in you than what you can bear. So he doesn't allow any more pressure than he knows that you have the confidence in Christ to be able to get through it and that he's glorified in the midst of it. Just think about your life and think about the pressures and think about the times that you understood who was in control and you got peace beyond all understanding. That that was God. Those pressures that maybe others would have crumbled. No, you were created for the pressure. And just like the potter's hand is molding and shaping us, Be encouraged by that as you start to begin to experience pressure or you change your perspective on pressure. So I hope that as you hear this message, it gets you curious to go into the word, to hear what God is saying to you. I would love to see you posting things inside of the Facebook group. Um, If you are watching on another uh, modality, if you're on a different social media outlet, if you want to join us at Connect, Collaborate, Create, the, the little logo is red, white, and blue. So you would see that it's the red and blue. I'm sorry, red and blue. You'll know it's us. Join us. I'd love to see how you can share with us how God turned the pressure into like a positive thing. Like you're like, whoa, like I understand the purpose of that pressure now. Share with us that information because your testimony could encourage somebody else. So I want you to be encouraged by the pressure today. I know that I am. And now instead of trying to avoid it, I'm just like, if it happens, thank you, God, for trusting me. I love that about God. He's so awesome. So be encouraged by this word today. Um, Actually, I see Shannon is on here. I love her so much because she just preached last Sunday. And she said, even in the pressure, just keep on walking that walk of faith. That's what we do with the pressure. We just walk it out. Even when you get a cramp and you're like, work, like you are working out, you don't stop. You just keep working it out because it'll work it out. So we thank you. We thank God for the pressure. We thank God for the reminder. So until tomorrow, I say bye.